Welcome to the white sandy beaches of Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. In this tropical paradise, paradise. with its angelic views Paris. and majestic mountains, the horror will be unleashed. The elimination chamber and structure specifically designed to punish the human body. Two miles of chain. 36 feet in diameter. No give, no flex. A career shortening environment. Hell on earth. Tonight on this heavenly island, six men. Triple H. Chris Benoit. And Chris Jericho. Batista. Randy Will battle in hell. Satan's structure itself. The one who can defeat the other. Yes, I put the body on the line. Overcome the distractions. The special referee, Shawn Michaels. And survive the chamber. The elimination chamber. Will leave paradise as champion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 71 of the RE Era podcast. The only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the Ashes of Attitude and delivered us the first ever pay-per-view round, fucking only one, in Puerto Rico as it is Happy New Year 2005 and it is time for New Year's Revolution. As always, I am Dave and people, right, let's be ready. I am so fucking happy to say this right now. 18 months since the last time we was, I could say this, sat next to me is big sexy Michael Rag. <laughs> Fucking yes. It's We're back, been son. A long We're back. I don't have to, do you know how much time I don't have to do editing audio because I'm doing on two fucking streams and now it's just one. And you don't have to wait for oh, me to send it yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're in the new Ruthless Towers. Ruthless Towers. 2.0 <laughs> it's, it's, more, it's more colourful it's more colourful and all that jazz but we're back and it's 2005 it's a brand new year and it's time for a brand new pay-per-view um, be- what better time to do the new year with two together again that's it new year's revolution let's get right fucking into it and now presents WWE New Year's Revolution. Say more! We are sold out and have been for a week! 
champion will be crowned inside the Elimination Chamber. Well, you heard the words trying to describe it. Foreboding, ominous, but the only way, the best way to describe that thing is hell on earth, JR, and we're going to witness it tonight. Indeed, it is Satan's structure. Six men will step in there, but one man will leave as the new world's heavyweight champion here tonight in San Juan. It is going to be an awesome extravaganza. Enjoy so, Michael, it is January the 9th, 2005. We are in the Coliseo de Puerto Rico, which I imagine is the Puerto Rican Coliseum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you spoke, spoke fluent Spanish. <laughs> Mate, I, Joe, Joe, the thing that got me, I can count one to ten in Spanish, but I realised I can't count ten to one in Spanish. I can count one to six, but I always say five yeah, twice because yeah, so of rostering. Uno, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. No, cinco, seis, siete, octa, nueve, diez, or something like that. But I can't do it backwards. So I'm trying to count on the Minister Chamber, and when we get to three, I can do three. Tres, dos, uno, I can do that. Yeah, I struggled. <laughs> Anything up to I that? I do like that. I struggled like fuck I with. I love that part I struggled like fuck with. So we are in Puerto Rico. There is 15,764 people in attendance with a buy rate of 270,000 buys. Wow. The first paper of the year. Let's kick it off. Start off way back. Um, now, this has been thus far in 2021 the only ever pay-per-view in puerto rico yeah does that is that because of what happens in the first hour well I think, vince thinks it's a bit cursed i think <laughs> this show could be described in one word holby city that's two words casual casual <laughs> um now i watched the dvd version which had a runtime of two hours 33 minutes and 25 seconds and Michael watched the network version, which had a runtime of 2 hours, 32 minutes, and 11 seconds. Adverts made, right? ECW yeah. adverts and shit like that. <laughs> now, there was no Sunday Night Heat episode of this. None. Really? The Sunday Night Heat episode that was shown was the one that was recorded the week before, like they always do. In the Raw Arena? Yeah, yeah, after Raw. <laughs> uh, but there was a dark match. We had the Hurricane and Rosie, they defeated the Barons. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One team that was on our Al Wilson Tag Team of the Year award. Yes. No one, because Hurricane and Rosie suck. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane's highlight of this entire pay-per-view is when he's got a diva on his shoulders in a bit yeah. when they're playing fucking chicken, chicken fire, yeah. whatever they called it. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a bit. Now, did you know, Michael, that this pay-per-view had a TV-14 rating and an S for sexual content? That was all Because even. of the diva chicken fights. <laughs> And Christy topless, sunbathing. <laughs> Mate, so, so, so close as well when Christy, was it Maria, when she pulled her bra off and then she fell backwards into yeah. the pool. Like, she did so well if for you, her bra not to come off. Guys, her. if you pause it at the right moment. <laughs> you can have a right wank. <laughs> we, the opening video package, Michael, it hyped up the six-man elimination chamber match because this really is a one-match pay-per-view. Yeah, it's yeah. all about one match. Everything else, because we need matches. Everything else is literally filler. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we, we cut to the arena. In the, the crowd in Puerto Rico, fair fucks to them. They are so happy. Straight yeah. away, I got the... Because it's a novelty uh, for... Yeah, I got the, the European feel. So if it was like the um, one night stand in Birmingham, or when we had the original Capital Carnage in... Or in, uh, SummerSlam 92. Or SummerSlam 92. Or no, hopefully no SummerSlam 2022. Well, we'll see. Uh, no mercy in Manchester. So, so when it is this, because it's not just a house show. 
It's not it's a pay-per-view. It's a pay-per-view. And my God, these fans tonight, these fans made this show. They were popping at mm. times where things didn't need to be popped. They gave Triple H the Judas entrance. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, our opening match of the night, Michael, World Tag Team Championships, William Regal and, and Eugene versus Christian and Tyson Tonko. How did we get here? Well, Eugene Regal at Tag Champs, Christian Obviously. and Tonko, <laughs> their friends. The challengers. <laughs> and, you know, we need to have a tag title match on a pay-per-view, surely. That's kind of it, though, isn't it? There isn't much on how it's here. It's we've got. We don't get hype package. We've got we an don't... evil tag. T- like, do you think the last thing, like, sort of stuff Eugene were doing, Maven was scrapping with him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's with well, Christian and Tom Cole were a team. Well, well, they're friends. Christian's yeah. got tag team knowledge. It works. It works. Extensive tag team knowledge. Um, Christian and Tom Cole they make their entrance first, and it, the, the irony is, is well, uh, we're recording this on the Saturday after the Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. old blood money um, and when me and Mike were watching it live and we were obviously messaging each other and he said about uh, Edge's gear and I went that's Christian gear and look at the gear that he's wearing on this paper exactly that's the gear that Edge wore on the fucking blood money it really is um, so the, the entrance for Regal and Eugene was brilliant because Eugene's coming out like Hulk Hogan he's yeah. got Hogan attire Eugene's Eugene written across it it's brilliant the fucking, the, and he was Eugene so over 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 so over. So sad about what is about to happen in this match. Yeah. So sad. Um, so the match itself then, Regal starts with Christian. Uh, the crowd, they're hot for everything. Even like from a Regal arm drag. The crowd are going, yeah! And it's fucking, I'm loving it. Because that's how it should be. Yeah. That's how it is. When we go, to, when we, we've been to watch wrestling at the arena, when you go, we don't matter who's wrestling, because it's something that you don't have and you don't yeah, have don't. that very often, it don't matter who's in ring, you go wild. You go wild, and this is what the Puerto Ricans were doing. Absolutely but because nowadays they go to the same cities every bloody That's time. the issue. That's the issue. Uh, Eugene, he gets to tag in, and he gets a wedgie onto Christian, which draws a few laughs from the crowd. Um, Eugene, he does some running headbutts, followed by the fucking piss, piss on, on your tongue. Uh, JYD piss on your tongue, which is brilliant. Again, that was over that rover. He's so good, because everybody likes that. Like, if you're playing fucking SmackDown versus Raw, whatever game it is in whatever fucking yeah. era you're living right now because <laughs> some people will still be playing like just bring it and stuff yeah <laughs> um, like classic if you're, if you're creating a wrestler you give him all the classic moves Eugene is just a creator wrestler there's a bit ooh wait battery died halfway through <laughs> <laughs> um, you the, no, they, they didn't spend any points on. they spent all points on charisma not on intelligence <laughs> absolutely um the heels they go after Eugene, um, but he gets back in the ring and he rolls up Christian for a two count. And we get an airplane spin. Uh, Tonko sneaks back in the ring, a spinning slam while the ref wasn't looking until the heels then take over. Um, Eugene only hulks up and we even get the you. <laughs> and he delivers a big back body drop onto Christian. Um, Regal and Tonko then get tagged in. Regal was on the offense for a bit, but Tonko stopped Regal with a clothesline. Uh, Christian, he then works over Regal with a couple of punches followed by an eye gouge because I'm a fucking heel. Uh, Regal's then nose starts pissing blood. At some point, he's yeah. caught an actual shot from someone. And right now, I'm thinking, William Regal must be so pissed off. He's going to batter somebody. <laughs> he's going to work definitely is after this <laughs> match, I'm telling you. Uh, JR, he says that it was brilliant. He says he had the chance to speak to William Regal because he was concerned about his nose. And said, well, Regal's had a few shots to his nose over the last few weeks. I haven't had a chance to speak to William Regal today before the pay-per-view about his nose 
And, <laughs> and William Regal apparently said, No problem, mate. <laughs> so apparently William Regal's now from Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> not from Lancashire. <laughs> uh, Tonko, he gets back in and he tosses Regal across the ring. Uh, Tonko then grounds Regal with a face lock. Uh, we got that like, sort of collision spot. I don't know who was going for what, but it looked mm. awkward as fuck it, where Tonko and Regal just ran into each other. It was just malfunction at the junction. <laughs> Malfun- now, if that's not a tag team name, I don't know what is. Malfunction <laughs> at the junction. Two little fucking flip the wankers. Right, perfect. Perfect. Um, JR, he comments on how Jerry... <laughs> it was brilliant. He goes, Jerry, you'll know what broken nose look like because by looking at your face, you've had a lot of broken noses. <laughs> and, like, and then Jerry, I don't know who we were aiming it at. And he went, well, at least I've not got a broken face. Is he sick? I thought, no way, no. Are these two having a proper fucking lover's teeth? I think they are. I think, <laughs> I think that uh, Puerto Rican like, humidity has gotten to be like, Ed Ferrari, you they're, old, it? they're old guys, so the humidity affects them different from younger guys. Uh, back in the ring, Tonko, he misses a running splash to the back of Regal while he was against a turnbuckle. Uh, Tonko then misses a corner charge and Regal tags in Eugene. Eugene is like a man possessed and the crowd are eating him up. Yeah. He's, going, he's going wild. Clotheslines, punches, drop kick onto Tonko. Um, Eugene though, after that drop kick, he lands quite hard on his leg. On his yeah. left leg. And he starts holding his left leg and straight he, away. He, he, can't, he can't stop. Oh him. shit. Oh shit. Um, the finish of the match. Straight happens. Yeah, we go to the finish of the match. Um, Eugene, he managed uh, to hit a flatliner, which JR called a fucking tackle by Christian. Mm. Like, no, that was Eugene just trying his best to keep fucking going. Um, Regal is down while Eugene, he grabs his left knee, he's fucking rolling around. Um, a double clothesline by the heels to send Regal out the ring. And then Christian, Christian decides to yeah, jump he over. Just leaves the ring while Eugene hobbles on one fucking leg on the mat. Pulls Tomko's pants down. Holds the tights because that's how all faces do. <laughs> one, two, three. And a very, very, very hurt-looking Eugene, who even breaks character a little bit, yeah. is holding his leg. Um, gets the victory after about 12 and a half minutes, as the the faces are still your tag team champions. But more seriously, seriously even, is this injury to Eugene, it seems. Yeah, it was a great match until the, that drop kick. Yeah. Because um, I've not heard a hot tag get that pop oh, for no, a you, long well, time. Well, the thing is, you have the you stuff with Christian way before the hot tag. So the fans were so over. Usually, we've said this time and time again that retard strength, mate, it makes you over. There. Yeah, yeah. Regal, listen, for the time. Regal made the count to Eugene. Uh-oh. Eugene is fired up. Eugene scoring with the right hands. Oh, yeah. Tonko misses a close oh. Eugene runs through Tonko. Christian trying to come off the top rope and the drop kick. A drop kick by Eugene. He may have hurt his knee there. Oh, I think he hyperextended his knee when he came down. And a takedown by Christian. And I think Eugene may have blown out his, his left knee. He's holding it. Regal bloodied from the nose. His nose may be broken. And let's not forget the tag team titles are at stake here. Ref, you got to get somebody out of there. All right, somebody's got to get out of there. Who's, who is the legal man? I think Eugene's the legal man. But I think it's Tomko's the legal man. Eugene's in bad shape. Certainly isn't Regal. And Regal been taken over the top. Eugene on one leg. Wait, wait. Rolls up Tonko. Can he hold it? No yes, he did. Here are your winners and still the world.
news for Eugene, coming out of the match, he suffered a ruptured left patella ligament, which is basically <laughs> a broken kneecap. Um, it's going to usually leave people out for about seven, eight months. Eugene's out for six months. He comes back at Mania for the spot with Mohamed Hassan and Hogan. Yep. We don't see Eugene again for another six months. See you in June, Eugene. And I feel like he comes back when he shaves his head and he's a bit psycho and a bit ill. No. no th or is that too early? That's too early. He comes back and then I think he has that thing with the angle. Ah, with the medal. So ah. me, the medal thing carries on in, a, in five months' time. After or he brings it back after you match with Michael. Jesus. Anyway, Michael, our opening contest, what did you think and how many mavens? Uh, apart from the injury, I'm giving that a three maven because it was a decent match. Up until the up to the injury, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The fans, but I can't, I can't. The, the Eugene had to get out there, but surely if is is fucked, you can tell he's fucked. Why not just? No, I know why you're going with this because Tomko is that shit. Yeah. If Tomko is that shit, that even if something like that happens, this is like nope, nope. <laughs> never, nope, never. Have you seen him? You can have tag titles in TNA with AJ Styles. Nope. How about that? Not in a fucking million years. Uh, the first of many diva bollocks of the night. Mm -hmm. We see Chris Amy, she's walking round the pool in a bikini, and Jerry, he fucking bursts out. I love when she takes the boys for a walk. Why call them the boys? The boys. <laughs> Such a paedophile. You call the boys what you call your bollocks? <laughs> They're the boys. Taking the boys out for a walk. I mean, Chris can take oh, no. boys out for a walk. Did she, did, she did he say the twins? I think he said the twins, which is even a bit more paedophilic. <laughs> anyway, we go backstage. Christian and Tonko, they're not happy, and they're walking. And we see Edge. And Edge is going, now, nah, Christian, I've got an idea. And Christian goes, I've got an idea. Big man, batter him. <laughs> well, oh! Last time they were close he together. Said, he, he fucked him over. When we, fought, when we thought it was going to be the reunion of ENC, no. The reunion was always wanted. It was a ploy. A shim never got. A flim flam. It was a ploy. A charade. Uh, but it seems like Edge has got an idea and he goes, Nanny Christian, let's go for a walk and discuss the idea. Hmm. I wonder what that could be. Tag team titles. Eugene's footbush. We can get these tag titles now. Or Chrissy and Tonko going up Edge with title tonight. Maybe. May fucking be. Up next, Michael. Divas title time. Yet again, 45,000th in a lifetime. Trish Stratus versus Lita. Look at champions, ladies and gentlemen. The women's championship will be on the line here. King, this could be the most physically intense women's matchup that either of us have ever seen. Well, I had the pleasure of speaking to Trish a little earlier, and you're right. She is ready for some serious physicality, if you know what I mean. Let's take you back, ladies and gentlemen, and document the rivalry between these two amazing young athletes. Lita is a loser. How you doing? You doing all right? Because, I mean, I heard you're all pregnant and stuff. You look uh, a little... I thought it was just plain terrible. He didn't even have a maid of honor. I even wore white. Because I knew that you couldn't. Look, guys, it's a beautiful baby. Oh. <laughs> open your heart, just like you opened your legs. Lita, the walking kiss of death. Come Survivor Series, you're gonna lose to me just like you lost your baby.
with Lita after all the barbs that she suffered from Trish Stratus. Oh, no! And Trish goes face first into that steel chair. Lita wants to run a rearrange. Oh, my God! Lita hammering Trish with a steel chair. And the referee just called the bell. And then Lita! Oh, my God! Trish running to the repost. It doesn't make me broken. This was not about the women's title as far as Lita was concerned. It was all about revenge. You're right. to like 1945 <laughs> how did we get here yeah. I'll go back to Survivor Series how about that that were like uh, they were brilliant with uh, on fucking Smackdown Roman Reigns <laughs> I don't know if he's like Smackdown he goes there's too many to go back on so I'll start at Wrestlemania he goes so and so smashed him so and, so, and I'm like no, you're saying this because everyone else before Wrestlemania has been fucking released Bryan smashed him. I'm surprised he said Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's been smashed him. I'm like Bray Wyatt smashed him. All these people have been released before. But, oh, he's put the person who could get away with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mate. Roman is Roman is living his best life right now. He's the only reason tuning to SmackDown. Yeah, he's the only reason tuning to WWE. As much as I love Big E being the champion, yeah, he gets just desserts and all that. But it's not a fucking superstar. Big fucking dog. I acknowledge my travel chief, mate. I acknowledge <laughs> Anyway, Michael, woman's t- title time. Sorry, my apologies. Divas title time. How did we get here? You're in first. In 1937. <laughs> so. Val Venus and Trish went up against Jeff and Lita on Sunday Night Eat. <laughs> so it's about the series. 2004. I'm glad you put the number on that because it could have been which one. <laughs> so I was series 93. <laughs> Lita and Trisha's nose. Well, Trish got a nose smashed in by Lita and got they got DQ'd. So they had a match on Raw in the main event. The first time ever. Which mega. Was, which was mega. mega. Which was mega. And Lita time. actually hit the first decent moonsault she's <laughs> ever hit. <laughs> She'd never botched. <laughs> Only she was in the main so. event and she didn't botch. So good good on you for that, Lita. So Lita won that match. And then here's the rematch. Yeah. And the filler in the video package is everything that we couldn't be asked going through because we've gone through ten times before. All the old wedding, the all the old bollocks, the, the you smashed my face, I've got to wear a mask. It's a long running fucking storyline. still look good in that mask. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it is a long-running storyline that has gone on for a hell of a long time. And some may say fortunate from what's about to happen. Some may say mis- misfortunate. But I see it as a good thing that... We're not, <laughs> next month we won't get Trish Preston Lita. That's for sure. <laughs> so, the match itself. Uh, they're both quite aggressive early on. With Lita taking Stratus down and Stratus backs off. Shits herself. Typical chicken shit heel. Um, Lita, she dumps Stratus out of the ring. Sends her to the floor. Lita then goes to the apron. She runs, jumps onto Trish, onto the floor, and then instantly, just like a Lufes press, and instantly grabs a knee. Now, the ironic, ironic thing is, as Lita was making her entrance, yep. Jim yeah. Ross was talking about Lita coming back from Nick Indre, and he goes, I hope to God she doesn't know no more suicide dives. What did she do in five seconds of match? <laughs> a Lufes press by the knees. <laughs> How do you, do you botch that one, didn't you? <laughs> Because you're landing knee first. I mean, your legs are going to buckle behind you. 
It's, uh, yeah, it's, but you, you, you should, if you're going to do that move, you should know how to land, sure. But this is Botch Eater. Oh, she yeah. doesn't know how to do notes. You say it took notes. fucking 10 I'm years to do a fucking insult, right? We get a few moments where Trish mounts her punches her Lita backs away. Lita, like, like the finish of the match, let's get it right, because it literally lasts like six minutes. The finish of the match, um, Trish goes for a DDT, Lita bails because Lita's knee is fucked. Yes, the ref is. calls it off. Um, but then <laughs> Trish she manages to finally hit a DDT DDT onto Lita chick kick chick kick sorry onto, onto Lita one two three I weren't paying attention mate. I was fucking fuck this shit yeah, it's... one two three brand new woman's champion Vince exactly, is going right we're not going back here again yeah, exactly what they should have done with Regal and Eugene in the previous match where yeah, you could some, somebody backstage should be able to get in touch with the referee now this may have already, already, always been the finish Trish mm. may have always going to win again but I feel like because they should have known that Eugene is fuck fucks, they should have just gone with the title switch and then tomorrow on Raw, we'll sort it out. That leg and staying near the ropes and I can't blame her for that just because I don't think she can get up on her own. I think, I think that that definitely looked like a hyperextension. That could, that could uh, pair ligaments or referee's checking with Lita. So watch, watch your left leg here again. Uh, no reason to speculate on how badly she's hurt other than the fact that it's obvious that Lita is in a, ha, has been injured and and she's trying to wear the DDT and, and Trish wants no part of Lita's, Lita's DDT. I'll I, don't, that. I don't think Lita could even. Lita got him a tick kick. The Lita's leg gave away again. The hook of the leg and, and that's it. The tick kick. And Here Trish regains the title. And the new wow. WWE Women's Champion. Trish Stratus. Well, I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure Trish expected a tougher match than this. There's no doubt. Lita blew her knee out on that, on that dive out of the ring. You said it, JR. You said, I hope we don't, I hope you don't see Lita try that. And right off the bat, she tried it and she paid the price. We've had two matches and two injuries. And, uh, Easily get new tag champs. Two matches, two injuries. What's what's that? Da, 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 Casualty injuries. They made that R and D track out of it, where they were. Uh, well, someone stopped getting shot, 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 and it was fucking all this or casualty injury kicked in. That's what it needs. Mate, for the artwork for this episode, I'm going to have fucking an ambulance. I'm going to have a harp on it, a thing running through it, and New Year's Port resolution. Or the Puerto Rican flag, and New Year's resolution. Revolution. Sorry, my bad. But, Michael, that was our Divas title match. What did you make of how many mavens? Uh, one and a half mavens. Fuck off! Like, point one at best. It was like three minutes long. Botch eater with botch eater again. It happened. It happened. Trish won. I'm, that's why. Trish won. <laughs> so then, Michael, it comes out at the end. So Lita, she's a, a torn ACL, which is the exact same injury that I did when I was in Spain. They, they, they reckon that a, a, a physical performer will be seven months out with the injury. Apparently, Lita is not out that long. I, I, I can't be asked looking. I'm not going to lie to you on what the actual it's damage she returns. Yeah, it's only Bochita. Um, we see you backstage, Chris Jericho. He's showing the locker room, getting ready for the main event. Big pop. Fans are behind Jericho tonight. Jericho's mm. going to be a big face in, this, in the main event. 
And then we get a shot of Maria Canales in a bikini in the pool from earlier today. Yeah. And another comment from Jane the King going, Puppies, oh, I'm not, I wish I weren't married. Ooh, puppies, oh, come on. We're all thinking it, Jerry. But... Ultimate perverts. Let me, let me just try to see if I understand this correctly. All right. You want me to take you out of the Elimination Chamber match? You, you're telling me you don't want an opportunity at the World Heavyweight Championship? No, 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 it's not that. You see, I want, I want an opportunity at the world title more than anything in the world. But tonight with Shawn Michaels as the referee in the Elimination Chamber, I can't win the world title. I can't do it. He won't let it happen. He's going to screw me as soon as he gets the chance. So, so I look at it this way. Why should I put myself through hell? Why should I walk in to the most brutal match in this industry? Why should I do that? Why should I put my body through it? So I have an idea. You see, Christian and I, we came to a little arrangement. He can take my spot in the Elimination Chamber. What? Yeah. And then, whoever wins the world title tonight faces me tomorrow night on Raw. Yeah, every that way, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy, Eric. You have to do this. It's a great idea. It's the best idea guys. tonight. Come on. Guys, the show has already started. So? Okay. I've got sponsors. I've got advertisers. There are 14,000 people out there that bought tickets for this event. Yes. There are millions of who, viewers. Who, who cares? Who cares about the millions of viewers? Who cares about the people out there? I care about me. You, all we need to do is take Shawn Michaels out of this match. Nobody cares about Shawn Michaels anyway. Edge, there is no way I am making any changes in this match tonight. I didn't ask you to spear Shawn Michaels at Taboo Tuesday. That was your decision. Deal with it. This isn't fair to me, Eric. This is not fair to me. Eric, this is fair to me. You know what? To win this match. You know what? You do it. Oh. Oh, look what we have here. Did it work, Shawn? I know you have some concerns yeah, about the referee in this match. Yeah. Look. It's an elimination chamber match. I only have two responsibilities. And what would count, those be? Here we go. Count the pinfall and call for the submission. You have my word. Oh. I'm gonna call this right down the middle. <laughs> I have your word. Like that means so much. Right down the middle, fair and square. That's what you're telling me? Yeah. Trust me. Now, if someone were to say, provoke the referee by putting your hands on him, Sure, I'd, I'd have to retaliate. And I do mean retaliate physically. And since we're on the subject, uh, if the opportunity should arise, <laughs> I have to admit, I'm gonna enjoy counting your shoulders to the mat. Uno, dos, tres. So, now, Michael, I have so many fucking issues with this. Mm -hmm. So Edge walks into uh, EZ's office and he goes, Bischoff, I've got an idea, Mush. He goes, right, I don't want to fight in chamber because Michael's his referee and he don't like me. And he'll make sure I don't win. But I've got a massive idea. Christian, the camera pans out and there's Christian. He goes, Christian is going to take my spot and then tomorrow I'm going to fight the winner in a one-on-one -on -one match and I'm going to win the world title because it's my best opportunity. Christian's going, great idea, great idea. Christian's very thinking that he's going to win. Right. Even though he's just lost yeah. the opening surely, match. Surely, if someone's giving you this spot, you'd think, well, I could win this. But then if I win it, 
I'm going to go up against Edge tomorrow, and I've just agreed that Edge is going to beat me. Well, he's not agreed that Edge is going to beat him because he, in his mind, yeah, he did. No, he Edge said, given no, Edge said, right, Edge said, I'm going to fight, have a one-on-one shot tomorrow, and that's my shot at winning the world title. And Christian's like, yeah, yeah, he's right. So Edge is what, we're going to get a finger poke doom with Edge and Christian. No, Christian's oh, thinking of giving 2000. A finger poke doom, Edge and Christian. I'd love to see that nowadays. Edge win, Christian actually, Bischoff agrees. I want to see that at Paul Gear. Just, Angman just big pokes Kenny, who drops. Cody Rhodes pokes Kenny. Internet had explored. Because people hate Cody Rhodes. Don't they? Oh. So, Bischoff, he's not happy with that idea. He said, people have bought tickets. We've got 10,000 yeah. people in, the, in attendance. Yeah, they don't want to false advertise a match. So, Edge, he spits his dummy out. And then he walks outside of the um, locker room. And who stood there? Shawn Michaels. And he goes, my job tonight, it's no DQ. It's just either count the pin or count the submission. But I will count it fairly. But don't get me wrong. Someone pisses me off in a physical way. I will piss them off in a physical way. And I will make sure they get countered. Uno, dos, tres. It's like, yeah, Shawn Michaels is definitely going to fuck Edge up. Like, I don't know how. Do you know why I can't can't work out? Because obviously I know of the pay-per-views. But I'm very unfamiliar, especially in 2005 now, with Raw's backgrounds. How we don't get to Mania, Edge versus Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I don't get where this... Does this happen at some point? It must happen. What, do, is, do they have a match at Rumble? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm so confused. Because well, we should be... Because I'm sure they're both in the Rumble. To, we should be going to Edge versus HBK. But we obviously don't because it's... Angle but versus and Edge. Oh, yeah. So confused. Anyway, moving on, Michael. The best fucking moment of the show. Right? Not the match. Not the outcome, not the fact we get two Maven matches. Mm. The best moment of the show. Right, so up next is for the Intercontinental title, Shelton Benjamin versus Midcard Maven. Michael, how did we get here? So Let's get this out of the way first. I'm <laughs> starting from Survivor Series here. <laughs> because it needs to be addressed. Yes, Maven was in the main event of Raw, oh. challenging for the World Heavyweight fucking Championship. Absolutely he was. Absolutely he was. And then... He did with Dano. Snitsky, Eugene. <laughs> but he beat Eugene. And they beat Shelton. He beat the Intercontinental Champion. And by logic, you beat the champion, you're in line for a title shot. Absolutely. And here we are. And here we are. Now, here we are. The best moment of now. I want everybody right now to pause this and go onto the WWE Network and find New Year's Revolution. And find Maven's entrance. So as Maven is just about to make his entrance, after Shelton's made his entrance, we see a clip of Maven getting the cheeky victory on Monday Night Raw, holding holding the ropes. And as he gets the victory, we hear for about five seconds, it cuts straight off. Now, I watched the DVD version, and his theme music on the DVD, as we keep saying, is... Da, 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 da. But on the network, they're not willing to fucking spend the money, so you get some random fucking weird riff. But they forgot to eliminate the that tiny little second. section of Monday Night Raw in the build-up promo to this match. It is fucking brilliant. That three Go seconds. back. That three seconds is brilliant because I watch. I'm saying I watched the DVD version. And I was like, I wonder if the networks took time out to cover that three section with the three seconds of his his new See, network theme. And did they fuck? Uh, uh, uh. See, I didn't even notice that when I watched it. 
<laughs> Pay attention, me, bro. <laughs> so it is IC title time, Maven versus Sean Benjamin. And for me, I'm going to say it right now, if the main event wasn't on this pay-per-view, and this was just the, this is the selection that was available, this would be the match of the night. Because the match in quality wasn't there, but the main event outside stuff working in the crowd. Yeah. The crowd calling him something in Spanish. Him calling Head him down. something in Spanish. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, absolutely brilliant. I just love it when it's like, Silencio, por favor. Yeah. Is that, you've not got, you've got little bollocks or something? Silence, please. Oh, is that what you like? Is that what JR, uh, Jimmy said? Jimmy even. Jerry even. I get in a sec. said, I think he's told him to show up. Yeah. Oh, actually. See, I told you my Spanish didn't great. <laughs> so the match then. The bell rings. The most important part of this opening segment. The bell rings. Yeah. Maven, he's backing away like a little fucking bitch. Fans chant something in Spanish at him. Uh, Maven's left the ring. It continues getting heat. Uh, and then he gets the microphone. He gets a chair. And he goes, Rev, don't start counting yet. The bell rang like a minute yeah. ago. Yeah. Don't start counting yet. Because I've got something to say. But it's, it's brilliant. Because they're chanting something in Spanish. He goes, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> so he gets so angry. It's brilliant. So angry. Finally gets pissed off and says to Shelton, adds to Shelton, I'll think they're back in America, pal. So he goes to leave. The ref then starts counting. He gets to about seven and JR's going, well, mid-card Maven might never get a shot like this again. He's, he's fucking bullshitting. He's wanking. He's, he's getting actually tight. He needs to think about this. Next thing Maven thinks about it, runs to the ring, quick roll up, one, two, three. Match over. He weren't ready. He weren't ready, so he gets on the microphone. Saying, now then, Shelton, I'm not ready. That I'm, ready. I'm ready now, though. I don't want to rematch tomorrow, next week, next month. I want to rematch right now. Right, so a bit more fucking... Uh, Calls him a woman's champion. Yeah. Goes in, and it's a brilliant line. He goes in on him, and he says, Do you know what, I thought we had one woman champion round here with two starters, but now actually we've got two. Great line. Pisses off Shelton. Shelton's down then. He runs in. Ding, ding, bell ring. T-bone, one, two, three. <laughs> A lot of time for about seven minutes. Shelton Benjamin is still your IC champion, Michael. What did you make and how many favors? So the whole, it was, it was a segment, it wasn't a match. As a segment. <laughs> it was two matches, I'll have you know. <laughs> but as a, as a whole segment, as a whole, I give it four Maven. I'm giving it five. <laughs> <laughs> because it was all Maven. Make our Maven, mate. Two matches. Double duty. Yeah. Workhorse, do you know what I mean? Outwork everyone. Main mid-card event, Maven. Next he'll be up in mid-card, Maven. <laughs> He's working his way back up to main event. We go back up, back to Pulsard, as Christy Hemi is rubbing lotion onto Candy Michelle. I don't know which one I'm more jealous of. the other way around, with another segment of JR going, oh, I'm glad I'm married, King. I'm <laughs> so glad I'm married, King. We see Chris Benoit in the locker room getting ready for the main event, and another one, just the same segment like mm. Jericho earlier, getting ready. Just to get the, the crowd, crowd are popping like folk. We see a clip from the previous Monday Night Raw showing Mohammed Hassan, Davari and JR in Lola in the America versus Arab. Folks, the Elimination Chamber, 10 tons surrounding the ring. No doubt a career uh, shortening environment. The King, as you can see, has left me to go get ready for this matchup momentarily with Mohammed Hassan. And uh, that matchup is coming up momentarily, as we said. And of course, I'm going to be in King's Corner. Hope I can help him out. I don't know if he's going to need any help or not. But ladies and gentlemen, I makes it a little bit nauseous to see this, uh, what happened this past Monday night. But here's what happened this past Monday night in the Nassau Coliseum on Raw in our Arab-American debate. I wish I, 
Standing by now with the two men who you just saw brutally attack JR and the King this past week on Raw during that Arab-American debate, Muhammad Hassan and Khosro Davari. And gentlemen, the footage we just saw, by all accounts... Stop right there, Todd, because you know the footage that we just saw is typical of you and our American media. The footage that we just saw was biased. And it only showed one side of the story. It only showed the physicality that happened after the debate. But what it didn't show was King calling me an idiot and a jackass. And what it didn't show was JR telling us to leave our own country. So as far as I'm concerned, King, JR, last week, they got exactly what they deserved. Well, that said, Muhammad, tonight it's your first ever pay-per-view match and you'll be facing a, certainly a veteran in the ring and Jerry the King Lawler. Are you nervous? 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 Look at him. Does this man look nervous, Muhammad? Tell him you're not nervous. I'm not nervous, Todd. I'm excited. I was excited to learn that I'd be wrestling here in Puerto Rico. Because if anybody knows what it's like to be treated like second-class citizens, it's the people of Puerto Rico. If I, if I could jump in here, what fucking annoyed me about this? Coach fucking comes out after Afterwards, afterwards. Why not Coach? I'm coming to this That, my friend, is because the Vince McMahon does not trust Coach to do a Joey Styles. <laughs> he can't run it himself. He needs help. Why not send someone with him? Bischoff. you got Todd Grisham there. Bischoff. Yeah? Bischoff and Coach get along. Bischoff do commentary for, t for Nitro. Is Al Snow there? Bischoff. Uh, oh, Bischoff. Grisham even, like I said. Oh, Matthews. Al Snow. Any, anyone legal anybody but just nobody it's not great like didn't we have it even a good match didn't we have either. a no commentary match on Smackdown with uh, Ray Dupree when Michael got raped and Taz went to rescue him we had a no yeah. commentary match that that's Smackdown weird. that was weird this is a pay-per-view the first pay-per-view not only the first pay-per-view of 2005 the first not only the first pay-per-view in Puerto Rico but it's the first pay-per-view in a brand new time slot of a pay-per-view after Armageddon and before the Rumble. Yeah. But let's just have a match with no commentary. And in it was even a good match. In a big Arab versus America feud. But anyway, Michael, we are jumping far too ahead. It's Jerry Lawler. It's Mahmoud Hassan. It's no commentary. How did we get here? Hassan preached about being mistreated after 9-11. Made his debut. Jerry and uh, JR, they took offence to him. We've all struggled, don't we, with Jerry and JR? <laughs> For some reason, they took offence to him being mistreated. Because America and Arabs. <laughs> and so racist. This they had that back. debate that ended with them choking out the old men with belts. Because Arabs versus America. 
Yeah, here we are. It's here we are. Mohammed Hassan and Divari, they make their entrance with a load of booze because Arabs versus yeah. America. Um, Jimmy Lawler, he enters with Jim Ross. He leaves commentary the booth. We get, as we said, we get no replacement as tonight's match is a no commentary match and it was just one of them where you've got to really watch it. Because like with some matches, your attention can be distracted and you can still hear what's going on. Yeah, you can hear saying. what's going on. Yeah, this you had to really watch and what we watched, it wasn't It was great. It wasn't great. Um, Jimmy Lawler, here's a body slam. Hassan then comes back with five body slams back onto Jerry and it's like, <sighs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Lawler, he comes back. you made notes on this. Uh, Lawler comes back with a boot to the face followed by a clothesline and um, Hassan bells to the floor. Hassan then pulls the turnbuckle cover off. The ref tries to put it back on. Lola hits a small package, but the ref is so fucking distracted, we get the slowest two count. And JR's at 15 count. JR just walks over from Google casually. JR said on commentary, he's like, uh, before the match, he's like, well, Jerry, I hope I don't need your help tonight. I hope you don't need my help tonight, sorry, but if you do, I'm there. Let's be right, Devari a battier Jim Ross if yeah. you needed to. He's fucking battier. <laughs> You're fucking Jim Ross. Until he gets killed by Brock Lesnar in 2021. <laughs> Uh, Hassan he slaps on a camel clutch submission the, ch the fans are chanting boring no one's interested um, Hassan with a net breaker that didn't look quite right because Lola kind of landed on his side it was like how Ric Flair takes a fucking back body drop and lands on his yeah. side this was this was only on the card just so Jay could work Puerto Rico because America versus Arabs that's why this was on this card and Jay, Jay wanted to work Puerto Rico well there you go yeah probably <laughs> uh, there were more boring chants uh, Lola he no sold some Hassan punches pulls down the strap because things are getting fucking legit now uh, then hits Hassan with some punches, drop kick, middle rope, typical Jerry Lawler fucking jazz, uh, two count. Yep. Jerry hits a DDT, but Hassan sold. He sells it quite well, and it sets up the obvious two foot on a rope because he wasn't close enough, and JR, uh, Jerry kind of pushed him in the fucking right direction. The <laughs> um, finish of the match, uh, Lawler, he goes after Divari on the floor, and then JR, he teases a punch. We get close, he teases a punch. He's, he's all, he's but no, Divari shits himself, goes in the ring, so JR then starts slapping fucking campus. Um, Lola, he gets Tavari's coat off him, throws it at, fucking at him, but that's the distraction. That's all he needs for a flatliner sort of yeah. finisher. Stroke, reverse stroke, edge, edge used it at some point. Downward spiral. Downward spiral for the one, two, three, and. Gets his first victory on pay per view with the one, two, three in just over 10 minutes. 10 minutes too long. What did you make and how many Mavens? No, this was 0.5. So this was better than Maven versus Big Sexy Shells. We're sorry. This was. You think? If this was his. This is his debut match. I'm so biased, me. I love watching Jerry. I don't know why, what it is about Jerry Lawler match, because I feel like there's so few and far between. Jerry Lawler, I can get invested me in Jerry Lawler. The, like, if we had the coach on commentary, or Al Snow, or, any, or Bischoff, anybody else, I, I would have got so invested in that match. So invested. Because I love some Jerry and fucking JR. Love him. Especially when one of them scrapping like the old uh, Unforgiven 2000 feud with Taz and Raven. Fucking love yeah. it. When JR got the tweets and he smashed it on Taz's head in that match, and he cut his hand and stuff, and it's brilliant. So I'm all down for some uh, fucking commentary. I don't know about the commentary versus commentary because obviously we had that with Coach and Snow and that, and that got, that's a bit too far fetched. Mm -hmm. Or like going forward a few years with, uh, with Michael Cole with, and, and the King, with Stone Cold and all that jazz and fucking Jack Swagger and all that shit. A bit too much with Cole's fucking little fucking boob and stuff. A bit too the much. Cole mine. Yeah, yeah, a bit too much. But every now and again, 
I can get behind. Like, with the feud with Triple H back in the actual era? When J uh, JR versus fucking Triple H, JR on the Rock versus Triple H and fucking whoever. All over that. Love it. But I just feel like this match, fucking, it so desperately needed someone to tell the story. It did. Desperately needed. It would have been a good match. It was decent. It was ish. But it could have been alright if it had a good fucking person. If it had JR telling story. Yeah, it It's what it needed. Really is what it needed. Batista, what do you think your chances are in tonight's Elimination Chamber match? My chances, Todd? Six men, one chamber, only one man walks out the winner. Look at me. I'm a wrecking machine. I think my chances whoa, are... Whoa, 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 whoa. Why don't you let me ask your questions, Todd? And I'm going to ask a question that everybody really wants to know. Tonight, Dave, when you're in that elimination chamber, are you going to go after that world title? Or are you just going to be Triple H's stooge? What did you just call me? Come on, man, Dave, you know the deal. Triple H does not give a damn about you. Just like he doesn't give a damn about me. All he cares about is that world title. That's why he formed Evolution in the first place, man. That's why he recruited you and me to protect his ass. Now, I was in that Elimination Chamber match when I was in Evolution, and I helped Triple H win that title. And look how he repaid me. So, Dave Batista, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to ask you about tonight in that Elimination Chamber match when it's you and Triple H. Are you going to kick his ass? Or are you going to kiss it? Well, I'll tell you what, Randy. You ought to stop worrying about what I'm going to do to Triple H, and you need to start worrying about what I'm going to do to you. But if you want an answer, I'll give you one. If I get my shot at becoming World Heavyweight Champion, I'm taking it. Uh, we go backstage. Uh, we see Batista, he was interviewed, and then Randy Orton burst in. He goes, now then, Dave. Are they still a stooge like I used to be? Or tonight, given an opportunity, are they battering Triple H? And Batista goes, Who do you think? Are you calling me a what? I'm going to smash him. I'm going to smash him. Batista, smash him. Randy, I'll smash him. <laughs> Acknowledge me as your tribal chief. Um, but I don't know. Still, everyone's on fence. The fans are like, Is, is Batista he gonna, really going to, is he going to, or is he still in the pocket of the game? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. We get a WrestleMania recap of the Boy of Dream coming to life. One of the most overplayed, overplayed segments in WWE history is Shawn Michaels beating Bray Hart at WrestleMania 12 to win the Iron Man match. Moving on. Jim Ross is back on commentary and Jonathan Coachman, he joins the commentary team Finally to replace JR. Um, as our next match, it is redemption. It is, I want to do the right for doing the wrong but that was months ago and then everyone forgot you about killed us, the baby but then i'm back again because you killed me baby Sorry, i forgot about you for ages for ages i forgot about you snitsky but i'm back tonight as it is redemption of the unborn child gene snitsky versus the big dead monster kane any event we've had a great time here the hospitality has been wonderful this will not be wonderful this will be ugly much like many of coaches women Kane and Snitsky, a no-love loss, a nasty slobber knocker. Just like your girlfriend, Marie. Kane is back. Kane is back. And here's how it started. 
I'm standing outside of Lita's hospital room door. Lita has been here all week fighting to keep her baby. Oh, 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 no. oh, oh no, oh no. I think that's what they used to call yeah. it back in the 80s. Michael, how did the fuck? Did we... Don't go too far, but how did we get here? So, after Snitsky smashed Kane at Taboo Tuesday, voted the worst pay per view 2004 in the hours. So, Kane was out injured after that match and he's come back tonight to fight Snitsky. Because? Because he killed his baby. But it wasn't Snitsky's fault. It wasn't. And you know what I fucking love is the fact that Snitsky's feet music now starts. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> it's so generic afterwards as well. So the match itself then. Uh, Kane with a clothesline early on followed by a leg drop. Um, did you notice how Kane's right boot was untied? Yeah. Fucking That's been dangerous. Sort of out much. We've only had two injuries today. We don't want another. <laughs> uh, uppercut by Kane followed by a power slam for a two count. Snitsky though takes over a couple of clotheslines. Um, then he goes outside and he pulls off the mat straight away. Snitsky's taking a bump on that. Yeah, that's how it works. You, the, if you move it, you that's love wrestling it. in general. Um, Snitsky teaches a power bomb, but what happens? Bosh! He takes a back body drop onto the fucking uh, concrete. Oh, that one! Oh, it's a dangerous concrete. Dangerous See, concrete. It's his own fault for standing in that spot to do the power bomb. There you go. Move somewhere else. 
Yeah, run somewhere else. Face, no. the, yeah, face the opposite way. Yeah. Idiots. Wrestlers are idiots, mate. That's what it is. Uh, back in the ring, Kane, he goes up for a top rope clothesline, but Snitsky catches it with a big kick to the ribs. Snitsky with a bear hug. The crowd, they're in. Yeah, it kills him. It really is. Uh, Kane fights back with punches, and the crowd then, it's weird, they start to get into it, and then they go, <laughs> yeah, they go. <sighs> oh, it's always Snitsky. No one cares about Gene Snitsky. No they care when Kane's doing stuff when Snitsky's in, in control he's not bothered there's no he's, he's not even X-Pac heat they're just not arsed yeah. just not arsed yeah. he's not believable enough even though he's a baby killer he's <laughs> not believable enough as a heel yeah because he, he can kill a baby whilst it's in the womb of a woman of a really powerful woman kill a cane. but he can't kill, he can't kill a, cane. a 300 pound Spanish footer. Spanish okay. that's why he kids over in Puerto Rico <laughs> Surprise Kane did do the Drew McIntyre. Oh no, does twice before jokes laugh. Or before his flying clothesline. <laughs> uh, Snitsky he blocks a choke slam attempt, hits a body slam. Kane though sits up, Snitsky kicks him knocked down, back up again, back down, back up again, back down. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Got, uh, a couple of times alright, but three of them are like, fully twice. expecting for him to kick him again and him to come back up and this will carry on for like ten minutes. <laughs> I was waiting to sit up and catch it. <laughs> and then Yeah, the last one. The last one yeah. I thought. The third one, surely on the third one, he's gonna catch his boot and then stand up. Oh no, just takes another shot. And then he's down again. Uh, they leave the ring. Uh, Snitsky whips Kane to steel steps. Snitsky grabs a chair, but the cane kicks in before he could use it. Back inside the ring, Kane works over Snitsky with a few shots. Into the corner, big clothesline followed by a sidewalk slam. It's like here we go, Kane's turning it up. Great sits. Uh, came with a boot to the face. He goes up top. It's a big clothesline uh, that he does all the time. Kane's five Kane is six. The Kane is six. Um, Snitsky with a stun gun where he sent Kane throat first in top rope followed by a clothesline. They battle over a choke slam, which is what that big. It's always, I always remember it with um, Kane and uh, Big Show. Yeah. And they don't want to Big Show. Always oh, fight over them. Someone went, bosh, and knocked and out of way. Oh, it's a great spot. So two big men. But again, is Snitsky believable? Do we believe in Snitsky? I mean, he's big no. enough, but... We don't! He's not. <laughs> he does a shitty pump handle slam. <laughs> the finish of the match. Uh, Kane, he kicks Snitsky in the arm while Snitsky was going for a clothesline. Kane then sits up, gets up, another kick. Sloppy looking tombstone. Yeah. Not even holding him. Straight down. One, two, three. In just over 11 minutes. Awful finish. He may have just bit part of Kane's ear off. This is not Tyson Holyfield. I mean, that's... Kane again. Try to get that kick in. Snitsky got... He squeezed Kane there. I don't know how much Kane got of the shot. Snitsky down again. And, man, I'll tell you what. For two... Oh, Kane's setting up. I, I, yeah, we've seen this before. And what has happened? Kane has gone down again and again. And, well, and Kane is up. And he's up. And suddenly the end may be near.
that this is over between Kane and Snitsky. I really do. Out of nowhere. Literally came out of nowhere. Sorry, Randy. But literally came out of nowhere. It, like just a kick and a two was. Didn't even hold him there. Just literally picked him up and barked him straight down. Knackered. Kate Glenn's knackered. He's getting old. He's, he's, he, was, he was going to be a dad, weren't he? He, he was getting ready to be, not, be an old dad. <laughs> but Michael, that was redemption of the, the baby dead. <laughs> baby dead? Yeah. Baby even. <laughs> so now he's got one over on six. What did you think? So now they're one and one. And how many maybe? Oh, fuck off. I'm never going to have another one. I'm just saying Mania. that it is. Oh, dead baby on a pole. Yes, bucket Russell. Michael, how many mavens for that fucking monstrosity about us match? It started off, I thought it was going to be a good match. It but. got worse. <laughs> the crowd were a lot to do with this show. show. Yeah. Because they weren't bothered. Like, like yeah. we said earlier, when, when Kane was on the attack, they were bothered. So what when Snitsky was beaten up, and the thing is, when Kane's playing the face in this sort of environment, you, like there's only so many times you can get behind a guy for the comeback when the comeback isn't there. And mm. every time Kane came back, Snitsky was beating him back down again. The bear, hog, or whatever in the crowd, yeah. like every time he sucked air out Kane, he yeah. sucked air out the crowd. The, the crowd just wanted to see Kane six moves in doom. Yeah, they, they wanted to wanted. see a squash match with Kane. That's all they wanted, and they kind of got it. Just the, the finish. But yeah, the sit-up thing, he should have caught him on the third one. Cause oh, 100%. The reaction would have been 100%, great. 100%, 100%. Michael, we go back to poolside as we have a, what the Divas are calling a chicken fight. So we've got the jobbers who are on the card. Rosie, who's in his ring gear in a swimming pool. Yeah. Right. Everybody else, we've got Rob Conway, Sylvan's there, Hurricane's All there. All in swim trunks. All in swim trunks. Rosie, ring gear. As they all decide to pick a diva up on the shoulders and have a chicken fade. It finishes with, I loved it how, like, Christy Emmy got, uh, no, Candice Michelle got knocked out straight away. Toy Wilson straight away. And then we had uh, Maria versus uh, Christy Emmy. And even on commentary they went, oh, it's like the diva search. I'm like, no, it's not. Maria got knocked out in like week two. <laughs> Candice even make it to the live shows. With one hour left on the pay-per-view. Elimination Chamber. Well, we've got seven entrances to Triple do. H, Benoit, Jericho, Orton, Batista, Edge. Edge. And your special, and your special referee. Sean Michaels. What I loved even before this is that Eric Bischoff came out and yeah. said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Elimination Chamber. An hour and a half into show. Yeah. Welcome us to the pay for you. An hour, in, hour left in the show. <laughs> welcome. It's been shit, so like, I promise oh, you. So that first hour off, we just dark matches. <laughs> no, that's it. It's been shit, I promise you. This is going to be like we fucking uh, December to dismember, where all they did advertise Ardis versus Eminem in Elimination Chamber. Everything else, don't worry about it. We've got it. It's fine. It, it, it's going to. We've got some filler, don't worry. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, there's no fun and games about this. The Elimination Chamber, the most dangerous match in our business without a doubt somebody's gonna go down i think many men are gonna go down there could be more injuries in this one thing for sure a new world's champion will be crowned here tonight the elimination chamber coach they call it hell on earth and we're about to witness it here's why the world's heavyweight champion with a referee down with that steel chair oh wait oh, randy orton oh my god the game on the outside! 
over the rail. We are going to have a new champion. The game is out of it. Who's it going to be? Edge or Chris Benoit? The spear, no. The crossface. It's how to counter. But Benoit's holding on like a pitbull. The shoulders are down. Wait a minute. I think Edge tapped. Edge just tapped. The question is, who is the world's heavyweight champion? Who's the champion? We need to know. Edge tapped out at exactly the same time. And Chris Benoit's shoulders were counted down. Therefore, I'm not going to name anybody world champion. Bishop, whether he likes it or not, is going to have to make this decision. As far as I'm concerned, this world heavyweight championship is vacated. You are no longer the world heavyweight champion. The world title will remain vacant until New Year's Revolution. When we have one of the biggest championship matches in Raw's history. And it's going to feature Chris Benoit and Triple H. Y2J, Chris Jericho. Evolution's own Batista. And last but not least, Randy Orton. A match that will prove without a shadow of a doubt deserves to be the world heavyweight champion. It's something that I like to call the Elimination Chamber. All six superstars who will be competing in the Elimination Chamber are in one-on-one matches against unannounced opponents. The man that wins it the fastest will enter the chamber last at New Year's Revolution. And there is a distinct advantage if you're the last man in. And good God Almighty, Batista just blew Benoit's time out of the water. All six superstars survive tonight. Batista will be the last man released from the Elimination Chamber. What's your problem, huh? This was real simple to understand. You weren't supposed to beat the clock. I know, pissed me off. I did what I did. I'm sorry. This was real simple. Hey! Now, you are starting to piss me off. title is vacant 
We have six men vying for the title. A seventh man is too injured to compete, so he's tonight's ref. How the fuck did we get here? So this all started after Survivor Series. It was an Orton's night of hosting as GM. Triple H versus Edge versus Benoit in a triple threat that ended with a dusty finish of Edge pinning Benoit whilst tapping out to Benoit's crossface. Vince decided that Bishop could sort the shit out when he comes back off holiday. How don't you say that? When you come back and find you'll leave, you've got to sort all that shit out. Imagine coming back to them emails. What? Fuck's sake, Jesus. I've only been gone a month. Come back from sabbatical to this. So, what better way to settle six men wanting to be world champion than the elimination chamber and i loved as well as we, the cage is getting lowered and we go backstage and triple h he goes to batista now then dave i've seen that interview that you oh, did that an hour ago with Randy Orton what and, just now, and he goes hunter come on i've learned from you and fucking nature i ain't stupid i'm gonna relieve uh, i'm not gonna tell him my battle plan and he's like ah oh, i see and batista's like yeah you're yeah, fucking you idiot yeah i'll fucking, fucking cut smash the fucking smash it <laughs> so Michael the announcers for our main event is a trifecta of Jim Ross Jerry C the King Lawler <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler and Jonathan Coltrane uh, so the two men to start the match are Jericho and Benoit um, it kind of made sense like mm. they've got the opening five minutes just them two they're probably the workhorses I, I love know how Triple H got the crowd singing his theme during his entrance Mate, he got no the ahead, biggest face pop of all the entrances. Ridiculous. He's over. Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. fucking love a bit of the game. Over. Over. Um, Benoit, he crushes Jericho with chops. Massive reaction from the crowd mm. and a big running forearm. Uh, Jericho, he comes back with chops of his own. Benoit tries for a sharpshooter early on, but Jericho rolls out of it. And then Benoit nails with a German suplex. Uh, Jericho with a clothesline followed by a back suplex for two as fans start chatting for Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, the guys Benoit and Jericho's fighting. You fucking said to idiots. Um, they battle to the top rope with Benoit nailing the suplex. The clock counts down, and I, again, we spoke about it earlier. It's brilliant how they chant down from 10 to 1. I can, I can only jump in when they go, Quattro, Dos, Uno. <laughs> That's even wrong. <laughs> Quattro, Tres, Dos, Uno. <laughs> As it is, Triple H at number 3. Um, he enters with punches to Benoit, followed by a hard whip into the turnbuckle and running high knee onto Jericho. Uh, Jericho with some chops onto Hunter, but Hunter comes back with a clothesline. Triple H, he tosses Benoit into a steel outside, followed by a face-first whip into the cage. And, do you know, I'll tell you something, and if you've not heard it, like, you fucking need to. Wrestling Bios, big, we're big fans of Wrestling Bios. Yeah. We've said this many, many times. Every now and again, he'll respond to our little fanboy fucking tweets, and we love it. Right? Big fan. Um, he did a, he's done an episode on the original Limitless Chamber, and the research that guy goes into, oh my God, oh my God. And like he's got interviews mm. with like Triple H and Shawn Ma uh, Jericho, you know, from the first one, Shawn Michaels, uh, about they were saying about how like when they first got introduced and first got shown about the creation, they were all like, Shit, "What the fuck yeah. is this? How can we sell on this? How can we sell on like that?" Triple H went on to on record and said that like the the give within the chain link is like an inch, so you hit that, mate, it's like hitting a brick wall, time and time again. Mm. Like the idea in theory is brilliant, but you got to think about these, the rest of the. Well, how better to sell than oh. legit? <laughs> there is that John Cena did get stabbed I mean, that's how you sell getting stabbed get stabbed uh, Jericho with a back body drop on Triple H to send onto a back first onto a steel outside the mm. ring 
Jericho Suplex Hunter back into the ring for a two count. Uh, Benoit deck Jericho with a hard chop. Neck breaker by Benoit onto Jericho as the clock counts down for the next entrant. And it is... You think you know me. Honestly! As Edge makes his entrant as number four. Edge with a shoulder tackle against a turnbuckle on Jericho, Triple H. And then an execution onto Hunter that gets a two count. Belly to belly suplex onto Benoit and a back belly drop onto Hunter as Edge is running fucking wild. <laughs> belly to belly. Wild. I think it's the first time I've ever seen him do belly to belly. But Jericho puts a stop to that. With other matches with fucking Kurt Angling, like King of the Ring and stuff yeah. like that. But he shaved his fucking head and shit. Uh, Jericho, though, he stops Edge, uh, Edge's little rally with a drop kick. Springboard drop kick by Jericho onto Edge onto the steel. Edge, though, with a catapult that sent Jericho into the cage. And then he did a catapult that sent Triple H into the cage as well. And again, Edge is looking strong, you know. Strong, you know. Like, oh, he might, do, he might get last a bit longer, this. Um, Edge, he hits a clothesline onto the, off the top onto Benoit for a two count. And then Jericho does a blade job. And so does Triple H when we're outside. And, like, literally, they both turn around at the same time. <laughs> and they're both bleeding. Like, both quick as fuck. Rick Flair's outside going, yes, boys. <laughs> He's trying to distract Michaels at the same time. You're fucking he, brilliant. He, he don't go, no, sure, he goes, hey, Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike. Now, Triple H then, with a spine buster to Jericho, and the camera pans Triple H's face, and he's got blood coming from his nose. So I'm thinking, I don't think Hunter's bladed. I think Hunter's had a regal. And actually, fucking, it's the, nose. the night of injuries, mate, I'm telling well, you. It's a big nose to not... It is. It's a big target, isn't yeah. it, John? That's the thing. It's a big target. Uh, Benoit with a Northern Lights suplex onto Edge that gets a two. Triple H with a pedigree onto Jericho, but it was far too early to cover him, and by the time he did, it, other people have got involved. Um, the clock, though, counts down to the next man, and what annoyed me, like, we know that Batista is the last man because they beat the clock. Yeah. So... Um, there shouldn't be a countdown for the last two. Because the the still be a countdown. But yeah, as soon as the countdown's over, Daniel Orton comes out. We don't need it because we know that Randy Orton's coming out. I just didn't get it. Stupid. I really didn't get it. Massive pro pop as Randy Orton comes out. Massive pop. He's still over. We've said this before. Randy Orton's over with us. He's Randy Orton over with the fans. But for some reason, he wants to be over with Vince. He can't be. Because somebody was in his ear. Me. <laughs> my title I'm shagging your daughter <laughs> uh, Orton it goes wild Edge into the cage Orton up top and it's a cross body it's like there's a reason why you stopped doing that we said it before yeah. it's not that's Maven does that shit that's, that's your Randy Orton that's, that's probably why Vince fucking hates him that he does a fucking cross body from the top see that's why he loves him now because he don't do that shit anymore that's it and he just grows a stupid moustache um, Orton, he sends Hunter over the top uh, into the cage and then Orton with an RKO onto Jericho but then Benoit blocks an RKO attempt and Benoit slaps on a crippler crossface even though it was kind of like more of an aggressive choke round yeah. fucking round his neck more than anything uh, Benoit he then trips up Triple H slaps on the sharpshooter and the crowd are going wild for this they think this is the time uh, Orton though breaks it with an RKO and fucking straight away Coach points it out being the hill that is there Orton's back in evolution if I would love it um, Edge is looking for a spear. Orton ducks though, and Edge nails Michaels. Right, and then He's he provokes him now. And then he smashes another spear onto Orton. Goes for the cover. Michaels is down. He brings Michaels up. Michaels warned him earlier, and then he slaps Michaels. Michaels wakes up. Super kick. Unfortunately for Edge, one, two, three. After a lion's halt, 
Edge has been eliminated. So by Jericho. At Mania, I guess, it, or Rumble, it's Michaels versus Edge. It's Should got be to Mania. Be. It's got to be. It's I wish it wasn't Mania. Edge versus Michaels could be as good as Jericho versus Michaels at Mania 19. Yeah. Really could. It could have been fucking amazing. Absolutely could. Could have been amazing. So Edge then is out of the ring. Uh, Benoit in nails Triple H with three Germans. Climbs up one of the pods. Big flying headbutt. But then Jericho slaps on the walls of Jericho and Triple H and then Benoit comes in with the crossface as the Brilliant clock is spot. counting down. It's a great spot. And Batista's just... Batista, Batista is like a hormonal teenager. He's so angry right now. But the best thing is it's the biggest botch of the night. The ref cannot get the okay, chain. Good. So I uh, thought he was going to do a Goldberg. For a good just... 20 seconds. A good 20 seconds. He's going, let me fucking out of jail. like, open it, Jay. Open it. Like, they're not going to because he's fucking fucked. They finally open it and Batista runs mild. He gets a short little shot to Benoit. A short little shot to Jericho. It's like, oh, roids and age don't make a man move fast. No. <laughs> See, it should have been like an he house on fire. Run in, take them both down, it's a power move. Yeah, house on fire. Uh, we get a spine buster on to all by Batista. Then we get a long stare down back with Triple H. Long mm. stare down, he's like, Fuck you up if I wanted to, you know. Right now, I could, I could fuck, fuck you, up you Right now, uh, Batista he tosses Jericho into a cameraman that was inside the chamber. Poor guy, and that was <laughs> fucking nasty. And then a power slam by Batista onto Benoit. Uh, the door of the chamber is opened as the injured cameraman gets out of the chamber. As Triple H sends Orton into the cage, and Jericho hits a bulldog on Triple H onto Steel Grating, which has got to hurt. Mm. You can't like back body drops, body slams, bulldogs Lighting onto on that grating. Fuck that! It's gonna sting. There's a reason why they've all, all always said we don't want to do it. It fucking hurts. That's why they changed it to Why they changed it to fucking crash mats and fucking yeah. <laughs> playpen though. But it makes sense, man. They're not they're not intentionally trying to hurt themselves. Why would anyone want doing, them to? Doing it every single year now. Absolutely. Uh Batista he then nails a massive spine buster onto Benoit and a, and then one, two, three by like staring at Under afterwards. Easily just like I'm raw. Just like I'm raw. And Benoit is gone. We're down to four. Uh, the crowd are chanting for Batista, and Jim Ross said if Batista doesn't win right now, he'll be shocked. Uh, Jericho, he catches Batista with a front forward slam. Batista, it's a big Batista bomb onto Jericho. One, two, three. three. You're yeah. fucked off. Batista's cleaning out here. Hello, hello. Uh, Alan's thinking one thing. Shit. Uh, Triple H, he gives Batista a big thumbs up. Uh, Orton, though, gives Triple H a back body drop onto the steel. Triple H with a catapult that sent Orton into the cage. Orton is covered now. He's he's bladed, so every fucker's bleeding now, apart from Big Dave. Yeah. Because Big Dave, he's the star. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't busting him open. Um, you can kind of see Orton doing the blade job as he got thrown, though. He kind of went past his face, and you knew what he was doing. Uh, Batista with a power slam onto Orton for a two. Triple H with a spine buster onto Orton for another two. Orton, he goes for an arcade onto Hunter, but Hunter shoves him into Batista, and then Orton counters a powerbomb attempt with a low blow. Orton is Batista with a big RKO. Some fans are booing right now as one, two, three. And we have whilst he stares, men. whilst Alan is there. Mate, don't Alan, stop Alan it. could have saved him. Alan could have saved him and he chose not to. Because Alan knows he, he might be Orton. But he's got he's no not chance. not going to be Batista. No chance. No chance. The finish of the match, Michael. Um, Batista's still in the ring. Uh, Batista's going for Orton. Ric Flair then fucking gets involved. Uh, Shawn Michaels punches Ric Flair Batista nails Orton with a clothesline Orton selling like he was fucking knocked into Shot. next week Triple H absolutely fucked hits a pedigree 1-2-3 and in just over 35 minutes now that's not including entrances 
Right, that was like literally the last hour of the show. You're new and still reigning, defending. Yep. Bow down to your tribal Greenwich. He's still the champ. Snob. Triple H, as the show goes off the air, Triple H celebrating with Evolution his 10th title reign. Hugs off Batista, hugs around for everyone. Normal service has been resumed. Let's be right, he did fucking lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Orn's or, or knocked out. Orn or, or can't even defend himself. Orn's pedigree! Pedigree! Is an academic here? Provides letting on Orn. for this world's heavyweight championship victory. And that's what evolution is all about, JR. And I told you guys that Batista was a team player. And from minute one until the very end of this world heavyweight title match, Batista did what he was supposed to do, and that be a team player. Well, I'll admit I had my doubts, but Batista proved me wrong. Blood bruises and broken bones. These six men have put their heart on the line. And that man, there could only be one, only be one champion. And Triple H, he damn right, you should have Batista. Triple H, I think he's one Batista to... Are you kidding me? Batista, Batista hoisting the game, the new world's heavyweight champion on his massive shoulders. Thumbs up all the way, boys. Thumbs up all the way. It's one of the prettiest pictures you're ever going to see. Evolution once again with the World Heavyweight Championship. Inside the most frightening environment known to our business, the game has survived. He has prevailed and has regained the World Heavyweight Championship for a tenth time. And can you know tonight? Michael, that was our main event. Fuck How many me. havens? That is currently my favourite chamber. Ever? So far. Ooh. What about ever? I'll have to rewatch them all. <laughs> I know, I'm, finding, I'm trying to think of something that beat that. For me, I think nostalgia-wise, and because it was the first one, because it was Shawn Michaels. That's my second favourite. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this so was far. a great, great chamber. I remember when we get to chambers in a couple of years, is it like New Year's Revolution 07, which is like Carlito and Chris Masters in the no, chamber? No, 06. Oh, Jesus. Because I don't know that because what happens after? Jesus. See you in a couple of fucking years. <laughs> but, Michael, that has been New Year's Revolution 2005. A one Match show. I want to know. Match of the night, I think we know. Worst match of the night. I think and we know. If New Year's Revolution was a superstar of the Ruthless Aggression era, who would it be? Match of the night, obviously, Chamber. Yeah. Worst match, King versus Hassan. For me. Yeah, I'm, I'm a tag, tag with that and the Divas. Yeah, yeah, tag with that and the Divas. Uh, if it was a superstar, fuck it all. Who had a one match career? <laughs> <laughs> Mordecai yeah Mordecai I, I, that, yeah I agree I agree Mordecai but that has been number episode number one of our era podcast 2.0 <laughs> we, we're back and we've, we've loved the fact that we've still got a lot of you that have stuck around 
Yeah, and we've tried some dodginess with microphones and Skypes and all that shit, but we're back, we're back stronger than ever. <laughs> I hope it sounds better. the bushwhackers. <laughs> um, but yeah, we love each and every one of you, you know we do. And we might be a little bit drunk while we're recording this, and we don't apologise. That's the thing, we don't apologise in the fucking spite. <laughs> Not at all. But, if you do enjoy what we do, uh, you can follow us on Patreon. Uh, so we have a little a series where we're trying to look at every single Triple H, um, Alan Levesque, Paul Levesque, Alan Titchmarsh, whichever we're going to call him, Triple H, Helmsley, every single Patreon God of NXT. from day one to day dot. Uh, so if you want to join us over there, uh, for one English pound or one American dollar or Canadian dollar, uh, are you Christian and Jericho? Uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash podcast. If you want to throw a bit of love our way, and yeah, we, we get pissed and we talk about Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> but on that note, Michael, if they don't already, where can people find us on all forms of social media? I mean, I'm sure you all do, but on Twitter and Instagram, it's at REA Podcast, and you can find us on Facebook, Ruthless Question Era Podcast as well, and on YouTube. That is it. On that note, this has been episode 71. I've been Dave, that's been Big Sexy. He's fucking next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. I'm back. Oh, I thought we were going to try and do a proper piece of acting like we used to back in there. Until next time. Peace out, people. <laughs> Ruthless aggression.